Welcome back to the show. There's no telling where we'll go. So come and share a laugh on, on the, the Impinskis podcast. podcast. Hey. Hey. You know. Uh, <laughs> you harmonized hey. Yeah, we did. All right. Still in singing mode. That's yeah. not the first time we've done an intro where we came in no, singing. You remember? It's not. We've done it before. We have. We mm -hmm. have. I mean, weird. We've had some interesting intros before. In fact, uh, I got a few queued up for it. Check it out. Under pressure. Oh, what are you singing? Vanilla ice. Ice, ice baby. Queen, dude. Already He sampled under pressure, did he? Yeah, he tried to pretend he didn't. He said it was. There was like a. All right, stop. Okay, collaborate and listen. Ice is back with a brand new. I don't know. I'm not going to pretend I know the words. I'm not going to sit here and compare myself to a pound of bacon. <laughs> All right, Skiz. So as our uh, hats imply, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. To uh, everyone. And uh, this was the first full year mm -hmm. that we've done the yep. Imp and Skiz podcast from week one yep. to week 52. Is that how many weeks are in a year? Yep. 52? Yeah. So 52 podcasts in, in 2023. We've no, This is the 52nd one, I believe. It's nuts. And uh, I thought it would be a good time to reflect a little bit because isn't that... That's kind of like a New Year's thing yeah, to do. Kind of look back on it yeah. and 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 kind of also take into account on, I mean, personally, how grateful I am for this chapter of my life. And let's talk about it, the pride that I feel, which I'm sure you feel. Oh, yeah. And we've just had such a good time. And and you kind of we do this, we we film, we edit, we release, we move on. Uh, but when you look back over it, there's a lot of gems. There's a lot of there things is. that just sort of kind of get swept under the rug and that I kind of completely forget about. So that's sort of what we're doing. Right. Here. And with so much that we've done over the past year, I realized that we probably couldn't remember all those gems of moments. Mm -hmm. So I reached out to pretty much every platform I could, you know, Twitter, X, whatever, uh, community posts on our Impetskiz YouTube channel, and then also in our Discord, yep. and asked everyone, hey, just just tell me what your favorite moments of the Impetskiz podcast that happened in 2023 were, and I got a lot back. I got a lot of submissions back, and so I went through all of them and kind of plucked them out of all the different episodes, and I thought, hey, let's just put together a podcast of just all those clips so that we can just relive those gems like it. of moments throughout the year. I like it a lot. That's going to be fun. Yeah. yeah. So let's let's dive in. Check it out. Here's what happened in 2023. It was funny. So we all we saw we finally all got settled into the house and we realized we should probably stock this place with food. Yeah. Right. There's a whole bunch of us staying in this house for an entire weekend. We don't want to just be like eating out. I don't even know if DoorDash was a thing back then, but no. uh, we, we realized that we, we needed to like go on a, on a shopping trip. Oh, right? yes, yes, yes. So, so here we are, a whole bunch of different people from different parts of the world coming together yep. to go shopping in a grocery store in Anaheim, California. And uh, you're going to you you got to tell the story. You got to tell the story because <laughs> so we decided we wanted we wanted burgers. Right. We have burgers and uh, we yeah we're gonna have burgers. We're gonna have all sorts of stuff. And I don't know if I'm telling the same story you're thinking of, but I remember um, like Iskall had said to me, he's like, "What what do you want me to grab?" And I said, "Why don't you go grab some chips?" And he's like, "What you want chips?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "Okay." So he goes, and I was I remember thinking that's kind of nice because most people would be like, "Well, what kind of chips?" You know, I would be like, "Just whatever you want, man, or yeah. just a variety or whatever." So he goes, he comes back, and he's got a couple frozen bags of fries, and I'm all, "What's that for?" He's all. You said to get these. I'm all, did I? Because I'm thinking, I guess we're doing burgers. Yeah, burgers you know and I mean? French fries. Yeah, like, like typical, but sense. you didn't say French fries. Right, you said, said chips. Yeah, and I said, well, where are the chips? He's all, they're right here. <laughs> and I'm all, those are fries. He's like, no, these are chips. And I'm all, no, these are fries. Like, I'm just like, go back and forth. <laughs> you got an argument over what they're called. I, I'm like, I don't, or maybe you might call them something different, but you're wrong. These are fries. I was like, let me show you what chips are. And I show him the chip aisle. He's like, those are crisps. I'm like, oh, okay, we're done here. <laughs> you know, and I remember I'd say one of, one of the most memorable moments was, um, so you guys had that uh, panel coming up. This is actually, this is a cool story. This is a cool dynamic right here. You guys had that panel coming up and I had tweeted out that I was considering um, finding a way to live stream yeah. with my phone because yeah. so many people were, it's not like it's live. Yeah, they weren't know? streaming the panels back <clears throat> right. then at all. Like right. like if you were, the only, they would show it on their YouTube channel like 
like a month later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like on the Minecraft YouTube channel or yeah. something, they would eventually post it because yep. they were recording it, but they weren't streaming yeah, it. Yeah, they had professional cameras and everything, but like you said, and, they wanted to polish. And it. there was a bunch of hermits that couldn't make it. You know, they couldn't, yep. they couldn't fly all the way to yep. the U.S. to make the convention, or they're just you know like they like Azuma didn't doesn't like go out in public. You know, yeah. so. Uh, it, you were thinking of a way, like, how can I get this content yep. out to people, like, right now? And and you came up with, like, a really crazy way. It was, like, some live streaming app yep. that, like, most people had never heard of at yep. the time, right? <clears throat> That's right. I installed it that day. It was called Periscope, I think, if I'm not mistaken. And I did. I had literally no experience with it. Now, this is a good, this is a good lesson right here. So I talked about, guys, I, 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 I tweeted out, I think I might, I might um, try to stream um, the, the, the Hermitcraft panel. And let's keep in mind, you guys had a huge showing, like the amount of people that came to that area mm-hmm. to watch the panel was big. It was a, a lot of, yeah. a lot of people. And so I start messing around with this app. I don't know what to think. And my brain's like, dude, what are you doing? You're going to have all these people tune in to get a crappy experience because I don't know if I can rely on the Wi-Fi in this place. I don't, I don't know what kind of bandwidth this is going to be asking for. I don't know this app very well. So I'm messing with the app for a little bit. And I start to real like uh, this, this, like, doubt washes over me to where it's like, okay, here's the deal. Why don't you just pull out of this? This is going to be a mess. You know what I mean? This is going to be a mess. It's going to be a bad experience. You're going to look like an idiot. All you're going to get all these people's hopes up for, and then you're going to have to cut it off after a couple minutes because it's going to hitch so much. It's going to die. It's not going to work. And, uh, then I was, so I tweeted, I'm like, guys, I'm sorry. This it's not going to work. And this is back when I had like, like, 400 Twitter followers. You know what I mean? Like it's that long ago. And uh, I'm like, sorry guys, it's not going to work, you know? And and so I'm like, you know, I'm really sorry. And then I started reading the comments. So like, Oh man, I was really hoping to see it and blah, blah, blah. And there was like a lot of comments on, they really wanted to see it. I'm like, Oh, I feel terrible. And then, and then this voice kicks in my, my brain's like, okay, are you, are you ready? Ready to pull your pants up? Your big, your big boy pants up. (laughs) doesn't matter how comfortable you are. You know what I mean? Like giving into the discomfort, that's not your gig. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden I'm like, I don't care how dumb I look. I don't care how dumb I look. I'm going to do this. So I started messing around more and more with their uh, Wi-Fi, really learning what kind of bandwidth we were going to be dealing with here, running a quick test and people giving me some feedback that it was not bad. It wasn't bad. I'm like, okay, this might be good. Okay. And I was like, I, I was like, okay, sorry for that scare. We're definitely doing this. And so I, it was about time. Plus they got to see the behind the scenes stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, I start going, boom, I'm recording. And I'm like, okay, you know, I'm going to go live in five minutes. Gave him all the information. Boom. I'm recording now. And I am, and I'm, I get to do it's now it's my creative vision. I get to move. I get to zoom. I get to do my thing, how I see fit. And I'm like, okay, let's see if anybody jumps on. Hey, five people are on. That's cool. 10 people are on there. All right, good. You know what? I'll do it for 10, 15 people. I'll do it for the 30 people. I'll, that's fine. All right. 30 people. There's 70 people. Let's we're at 800 people. Like it was like this. <laughs> and it was like, I, I, I talk about this on my video. It was like, it felt my phone getting heavy. Like, <laughs> like it was weird. Were in your yes, phone. Dude. And I was just like, Oh my uh. gosh. And so now, now in the heart, you know, I think it had like, like the way the hearts go and people are just loving yeah. it. And they're like, you're a legend skiz and all this stuff. And as you can imagine, the Twitter following just like, you know, went big in that moment or whatever it was. But I would say as much as I enjoyed that, um, I'd say my happiest moment, I hope I'm remembering this correctly was Ren Diggity Dog was, this was actually my introduction to Ren. Ren Diggity Dog was streaming at the time. And then, and I think he had mentioned that he was like, I wish I could be there with my, my, my family, you know, my hermit family. And somebody had said, Hey, listen, Skiz is live streaming it now. And he's like, what? And so he gets in the stream. He just pivots. No more streaming, whatever I was streaming. We're just, we're just going to feed in Skiz's feed. Yeah. And so my thing, like my, my feed went over into Ren. So he just sat there just enjoying the whole thing. And I remember watching that back later and seeing like how appreciative he was, how appreciative his, his base was and feeling just the love from everybody being like grateful. And I remember being like, I will hold my arms up. My arms will fall for fall off my body before I put this phone down. Like my phone will catch fire, do what you need to do. I don't care. I, this is working and I don't even know how, but it was perfect. It was perfect. There was no hitching. There was no packet drops. There was nothing. There was crazy. nothing. It was just perfect. Everything just came together. Yes. The, the came Ren together. restreaming it though. That's super oh, cool. That was so it was neat. like a reaction to a reaction yes. type thing. Yeah, it kind of nice. was. I have several people in my life, several people who, while they're opening up to me, whatever, have said, You're you're the only person I can talk to about this. And that's boy, that level of trust is huge naturally I would never say their names, but 
uh, for that very reason. They know, and, and I never have like, there's like, they don't know each other exists. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. all, all of those people don't know the other people exist. I would never, ever, there's just been people. And they're like, I can't, I literally can't talk to anybody else about this stuff. And, and, and I, I appreciate that. Right. So you would think that my disposition would move into a space to where I'd be like, well, you know what? I'm doing something good. So I should rely on others. It just got worse. It was like the more people were relying on me was the more I felt like I just can't, I can't do the same. I just wow. can't ask for help. I don't know what that is, dude. And I decided one day, this is, yeah, bro, this is years ago. Like, like before, before you and I even came back into each other's life, I just, things had gotten real bad. I decided I've got, I've got a friend of mine that I, I, I trust deeply and I guess I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I had, this has to happen. I'm going to do it. But I wasn't, I wasn't man enough to just like sit down with them and do it. So I had to type it up. And this is back when like, um, you did it on a typewriter. No, <laughs> bro. <laughs> no. And then I make a mistake, pull out the white out. The white out. Oh man. Like a lot of people I think had the impression that we had um some genuine uh contention with one another because of the whole glue stick thing. And it was like recording's over, it's it's fine. It's, we're, we're, it's yeah. a cartoon horse. You know what I mean? It's yeah. a cartoon horse, but they don't see what we see. To the point to where, like, like I said, I watched this, you know, with my wife. And when you killed glue stick, she, she was straight up. She's like, I do not like him right now. Like it was real. She's like, I don't like him. And I was like, hey, babe, it's a cartoon yeah. horse. She's like, it doesn't matter. That's messed up. I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. It's a cartoon horse. It's a cartoon horse. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. And it, for me. Yeah. It was a couple things. One, I had a bad day and I took out my frustration on your, on your fake pet. Uh, and, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, and two, like, <laughs> had to throw fake in there well, yeah <laughs> and into like i nobody likes being a villain you know what i mean and i knew that's that was how that was going to be perceived you know like i killed it i killed your pet uh and so i was like okay this isn't going to feel good you know and, and maybe i went over the top maybe you went over the top yeah. with the reaction uh and it's not going to feel good for for anyone really they're going to be you know upset with the whole thing how can we so then i was like okay can we now address this in a better, in a, in a way that we're not going to just continue to make more people upset about the whole thing? And so we were coming up with ideas for the, the editing process for Puka and, and just like, okay, let's, let's visually show impulse losing his cool. Mm -hmm. And so he did it. He, he nailed it. He had an animation where every time, every little thing that happened to me that day that like prodded me a little bit, uh, he like bring up the animation to kind of like show me getting more and more like upset, you know, to the point to where I did, I snapped. And so now, now it takes out that like, oh, he's just a bad guy doing bad things to like, oh, I see why he was pushed over the top or mm -hmm. whatever. And he did snap and, and it happens. Like that's how, that's how real life happens with me too. Sometimes yeah. I bottle and bottle and bottle. And <laughs> yeah. then next thing you know, I, I didn't let the, the, the little pressure out and I explode, you know, and that, that me killing glue, glue stick might've been an exploding moment. It was you knocking the uh, cup of water out of my hands back yeah. in the day. Yeah, the <laughs> that's what it was. Yeah. But again, as soon as it happened, I was like, it, it, as soon as it happened, the moment it happened, I thought it would be okay. But then when you reacted, I knew it wasn't okay. And I was like, well, there's, I, I don't know what to do now. You know, like, yeah, that's what I mean by I. So that's what I mean when I say I was displeased with my own reaction because it was an overreaction and being able to take moments like that and and change them on the fly is my thing. That's my mm -hmm. number one strength. And I wasn't delivering. And so now you were like, he's not doing it. What are we supposed to do? Like, that's right. you know what I mean? So this is this is interesting. This podcast took a turn right here. They get to see a little bit behind it. They you have to. Everybody has to understand that. When we're streaming, and especially when we're streaming and recording, 99% of what you're seeing is just genuine. It's just, but what 99% isn't, it's not 100. So there's going to be those times it's like, okay, now we have to make cognitive creative decisions to mitigate whatever is in front of us here. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you have to do it and you got to do it on the fly. You have seconds. Yeah. You have seconds. And sometimes you hit, sometimes you miss. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It is the nature of improv. I, I tend to be more of a rule follower, I think. Um, so coming up with some times where I, I didn't follow the rules. I mean, some rules are kind of like unwritten, you know, like mm -hmm. like do your homework is, is kind of a written rule. Right. But like one thing I can think of was 
when I was a kid, I went to a, a family reunion in Iowa mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, it was, it was my mom's side of the family. And, and there was like one of my cousins was just kind of being a jerk to me, you know, just, just kind of, I don't know, bullying is the right word, but definitely not being cool. Uh, to the point to where, and you know me, I'm 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 pretty like able to to be chill and take it until it boils over, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, it got to that point. It got to that point. Like he just pressed enough of my buttons that I was like, you know what? Forget this. And for some reason, he had taken his shoes off. And uh, I, you know, maybe on the playground, he was afraid to get sand in his shoes or something. I don't know why his shoes were off. And because we're in a big park, and I decided, <laughs> you know what? I'll get him back. For being mean to me, I took his shoes and I threw them in the toilet. Oh, <laughs> like the jerk. public, like the public restroom toilet at the park, you know. <laughs> well, let's just say uh, that cost a little bit of drama <laughs> at that family. I mean, I was probably I don't know, like seven, eight years old, maybe I don't remember. But uh, I, I guess there should be a, a rule written: you shall not throw your cousin's shoes in the toilet. <laughs> So you know, you I didn't read any of those rules. You shall not have to be told. Nobody that. told me that when we showed up that day. But no, I. It was one of those things. I think it's kind of like as you're talking, like oh, some some things are are like meant to be broken. It was one of those things where it was like, I think it just got to the point to where I felt like I had to stand up for myself and yeah, just taking it, you know, yeah. and I had to get back in some way. But I do feel terrible now, looking back, just thinking about like how my family then had to deal with their family and being upset with, you know, each other and, and what I, my actions I took. Cause like hmm. it was, it would have been hearsay on, on what they had done to me, but shoes in a toilet's evidence. You yeah. Know? <laughs> so. Yeah. Tango and impulse. How'd you two meet? Ooh, you want to take this or I can start? Sure. It? Sure. Yeah. Um, how did we meet? Well, I'm trying to think of the year 2013. Oh, it was right after we got started. It wasn't yeah. long. Um, so, yeah, probably 2013. Yeah, I think you and I both started at the end of 2012-ish. Yeah. You were a mm -hmm. couple months before me. Um, we didn't know each other at the time. And then it was about 2013 where, um, you know, it was it was a smaller space then. Yeah. I felt like, you know, it was, you know, you kind of... Especially in the tech side of, yeah. of Minecraft. It was pretty small. Yeah. There wasn't that much going on, you know. Um, and, it, you know, we were both doing Let's Plays. Mm -hmm. Um and it was, you know, we just kind of realized, oh, wow, I like what this guy's doing. I'm going to start watching his videos. And I think it was I think it worked both ways, you know, so I, I might I have come across your iron farm video because I remember back then. Oh, maybe I was working on a video to <laughs> we, we didn't know <laughs> how the game worked back then, really. Yeah. Uh, I was working on a video and I wanted to see if an iron farm would work if it was running in the spawn chunks, even after you like logged off on okay. a server or whatever, because uh, I knew that like spawn chunks stayed loaded. But I didn't know if iron farms would work. And so I started researching iron farms and I came across yours. And then uh, from there, I was like, oh, he makes a Let's Play. Click on that. Yep. And I started watching a Let's Play and you started talking about kind of your age and having a family and yep. stuff. And yep. I'm like, I think we're about the same age. Yeah. And so I'm like, and we're about the same sub count. And everybody always says to make it on YouTube, you should collab with people yep. around the same. So I'm going to reach out. Yeah. I think I emailed you or something. Yeah. And, and then we realized like not long after that we lived in the same state. Not only that, like... Yeah. It Pretty was this weird, like the world becoming like gigantic yeah. world internet. Boom, boom. Yeah. boom. Yeah. It just kept zoning in and it yeah. became like, wow, we live three miles away from yeah. each other. Same and, age, yeah. same style of play in Minecraft. So in and common, we live yeah. just miles apart. Yeah. So we're like, maybe we should hang out. Yeah. <laughs> You're about to get your mind blown. So, so here's what happened, dude. So we're, we're, we're at the depot. And I'm picking up stuff. You're picking up stuff. And I can't see the, the trash cans away. You can see we're playing a game called Void Train for anybody who's listening. And, uh, and, and all of a sudden, Tango starts going, Sherberger Nerd. Oh, you're <laughs> <laughs> he's got it. Okay, he's got to finish telling the story. But this is so so I already know. So oh. He's going, and I'm like listening to them all. I'm really excited that my streaming partner is currently having a stroke right now. And you're all, you come read this. So I come and it's like above this door and, and it says, burger, and I was all, danger radioactivity. And you're all, yeah, you 100% had me. I had no idea. I was like, I know. I'm all, dude, you have, I'm all, your game is set to German, dude. And I believed it because at the beginning screen, there was a little bit of a language. It's electric. I'm sitting here going, I didn't press that button. I'm in German mode or something. 
Meanwhile, the rest oh. of the game are played and your screen says, you know, crate or tools or what? Like everything's English. It was like, the, I was good at like. I'm so, I'm so dumb. I never figured it out. In the back of like, why is everything else in English though? But like, <laughs> Dude, I, my chat uh, was just like how blowing did no up. How tell me? Like, they probably did. They probably say. did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, somebody butt. must have told you in your chat that he's trolling you and you just missed it. Which is so makes it that much better. Well. Yeah. I was, I was watching, dude. And I'm like, oh my gosh. He <laughs> turned has no clue. That. I am so gullible. So. Uh, peel back the curtain a little bit for those of you watching on YouTube not that we use the the center cam too often the the one shot that shows yes. both Skiz and I in the same frame at the same time you know we usually open the show and close the show with that camera during this podcast that camera's battery died even yeah. even though it's plugged into an outlet um, that camera's just very very stubborn not the first time it's happened uh, yeah. so uh, the funny thing was, like, when it died, because we've got it plugged into a television so we could monitor it, um, all of a sudden, the source died, and the TV went to, like, Lucky Dog? What is on TV right now? <laughs> so, anyway, there's a TV that's literally playing a TV show while we're recording this podcast, and it's been super distracting. <laughs> Like in the corner of my eye, I just see this show. What the heck is Lucky Dog? I'm so glad. Look at my, those Lucky Dogs. If How my dog Prim are. was in the room right now, she would be going oh, nuts be going... because there's a bunch of dogs on TV. They're so cute. I can't stand anyway, it. Anyway, so that happened. Did you see that husky? He looked a little bit like Kevin Bubbles Bowling <laughs> Refrigerator Jimmy Maddie Dugan. Did you see him? He looked a little bit yeah. like him. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, weird stuff happens during these podcasts sometimes. But that does mean that now this closing shot is going to be either my face or yours. So It's going to be... Uh, come here. I'm too lazy. Does, oh you my, come over here. Yeah, I'm going to... Come on. He's going to get over here. Come here, buddy. Oh, no, Look into that camera. Hey, buddy. Come here. There it is. All right. Thanks for joining <laughs> us, everybody. Another fun one. See you guys. Get off me. Whoa. <laughs> I don't care to admit this too much, but I, I actually... I, you know me. I, I'm like really cognizant of how much time... I, I spend on things like I, I try to like really be efficient with my time and and uh, but I I actually have one thing that I've like wasted a lot of time on and I don't like to to talk about it or admit it too much but um, I've spent countless hours trying to figure out what exactly is going on in the body shop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sam Smith this the and uh, Kim <laughs> Petrus like they have ruined my life. What because are you talking about? I just I, I I really really need to know what the heck is going on in the body shop. What are you talking it's about? Just, I, I, like they won't say it. All right, here it is. Here it is. Uh, mommy don't know daddy's getting hot at the body shop doing something unholy. He sat back while she's dropping it. She be popping it. Yeah, she put it down slowly. I think you're saying really like explicit stuff right now <laughs> like i do i think like i think i might have to cut this out i don't know i think because i don't because th- i'm with you i don't understand it but i think like you read it as in i don't understand these lyrics and i think that uh to the to the people that do understand it, they're like he doesn't know what he's saying right now that's what i'm they're getting that, it, they're getting it on in the body shop that, that they're getting it on in the body shop yeah but like like i don't know that that i don't think i, I what song is this it's unholy and who's it by? Sam Smith and, and Kim Petrus. That that's the, that was the joke. I know I understand it, but I don't get it. Obviously, like I, they're doing naughty stuff in the body shops. Case. Okay, so you did know the whole time yeah. what they were doing. Okay, very good. And I think it's fine. I, of course it is. Okay, right. Well, here's the deal. But oh, quite quite okay. That's fine. I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay, we're got we're good. But I was like, but I don't know what kind of picture was just painted other than just two people getting together and more of like a, whoa, that got really, um, really direct, mm. but not direct unless you understand. Dropping it and popping it. You stop saying it. That's not, that's <laughs> not PG enough for you. Yeah. There, there's quite a few instances where like there's an incident back in MCC with, with like the uh, Greens uh, gong. Mm-hmm. Like oh, I, yeah. I didn't intentionally say it at any time. You can it's say just, it. You can say it. Yeah, on the show. I, I said dong, and, <laughs> and and the problem is, is now there's like a neural pathway now where I can't unsay it, 
And then when he was trying to get me to say it, then I, I was legitimately trying to say, don't put those words in my mouth. And then it got like the words got caught in me like, no, 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 Scar, no, no. And it like came out in the worst possible way. So it was like a combination of me saying it un, un, like ironically and also realizing it at the same time and trying to like catch it. And what did you say? Don't put that dong in my mouth. Is that, is that, is that, is that, I'm, I'm actually guessing but is that what you said i i something along those lines oh, yes that's great and yeah and it's just sometimes i say i will i will speak before i think oh yeah, yeah like okay. i did say that the goat in the back banged me but it, it yes. did hit me like it kept <laughs> knocking me off the yeah. floor. like i was so angry and to me i was just like oh it just like bang me off like if you're just gonna yeah. bang on a door or whatever like and then people are like When you're able to recognize that you're out of balance, be open-minded on what dials need to be turned. Yeah. And I'm willing to bet that more often than not, you're you're probably a little bit too inwardly focused. You you mm-hmm. you, you might be. You know what though, dude? You might be a little too outwardly focused too. There's a such thing there too. You may you may yeah, that's just what like saying, what you were just talking ways. about, right? Yeah. You might have just gotten so used to only giving that you forgot that nobody's giving back to you or, or, mm-hmm. or you're not giving back to you even a little bit. Yeah. Like these are dull dials that need to be turned. But the bottom line is if you're lacking balance, if you're lacking happiness and you want it and, and just, and also don't lie to yourself too. There's, there are scenarios that they're yeah. like, Oh, I'm totally happy. Are you, you know what I mean? Like they're like, really think about this. Are you, are you genuinely grateful for the things you have? Not aware of the things you have. Mm-hmm. Are you grateful for the things you have? You know what I mean? Are, are you are you actually happy or are you just not outwardly unhappy? Because those are very different things, right? Yeah. So, and for the record, I'm unhappy a lot. I really am. I, it's not like I'm just always this bouncy, gleeful. Hey, I think I have a pretty good disposition on, on the things that I am grateful for, but it doesn't mean I'm not human. It doesn't mean I don't slip every once in a while. Yeah. And when those times happen, I ask myself why. And more often than not doing something for somebody else always puts me right back where I want to be. Yeah. Yeah. For now. That's, that's good advice. You know, if you have it to give, if, if you don't, I would say try to at least once a day, just think of one thing you're grateful for. I know that's so cliche, but it's not a bad idea, but like, just like I was, I was in a recording session this morning and I was like, man, my day is so busy. I gotta record this clip with you and then I got another clip I got to record and then I got to go to a I got to eat lunch I barely have time for lunch and I got a hermitcraft <laughs> meeting and then Skiz is coming over we're going to record the podcast man my day is so full I'm so stressed <laughs> and then I was like actually this this is my day. You just listed this is, nothing but awesome this stuff. Is, this is uh, yeah so then <laughs> after all that spun in my head I was like Actually, that's the coolest day ever. Yeah. I get to make content all day long, yeah, and be with my friends and and just have a good time. Like that's my that's my life, you yeah. know. And so I was like, okay, there's that moment of gratefulness that you. I just shifted my perspective, and it's not easy. No, it's not easy because like we're so much more drawn to negative than positive. We've talked about this too. Like it's just it's just the way our brains work, and some people even more so. Than others are just drawn to negativity. That's why the media is always shoveling negativity. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, just it just took a it took that concentrated effort for me to be like, dude, stop. Why are you spiraling about this? Think about think about really what you're saying, and then put it in a different light. Just shine a different light on it. And I was like, dang, I get to create content all day with my friends, <laughs> my best friend. You know, yeah. even that's not stressful. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm going to do this again tomorrow. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's so funny. You went through that list. I'm like, everything you I know. say is I, That's awesome. why I did it. That's why I did it. Because <laughs> no, I know, I know. Your, your lens was different yeah. as I'm saying it than yeah. what I was like, the lens I was using at that point of complaining right. in my own head. In all honesty, what the words might, what the affirmation should have been was that your dedication for post-production, like your, your, your blood, your blood, sweat and tears and blood, sweat and tears into your post-production is second to none. And that goes, I mean, the things you do, you won this season and what you did at the end of it. I was just like, are you kidding me? Like you kidding me? (laughs) And you go back to season one. You, me, and Ren, you got you and and uh, Ren decided to adopt me, if you will, into your family. So you came, you helped mm-hmm. me move out of my house. So we were walking away, and all I did was say this: "I said, bye, house." That's all I said. He has an artist go and create a full blown 
illustrated oh, yeah. book. <laughs> I forgot on, about that. It was unbelievable. Like a whole thing where Boy you like, house. I don't even know how you did. You, you laughed. You said, oh, like you made this mm. sound. You said, it's like you're doing spoken word by house. And you just did this thing. And then you had an illustrator illustrate every page of that book of what by house the book would have been. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think what? as we were walking towards Dogwarts, I like improv like a silly little uh, yeah. story, like story basically. You did. And then, but then you made it. It didn't rhyme at the end though, if I remember correctly. I think I just fluffed the last uh, <laughs> But it was, yeah, it, it did. <laughs> but it, it reminded me of like, okay, that right there, that was, I mean, I liked it. I laughed at it. I enjoyed that moment. But what it ended up doing for me in regards to my disposition of you was I realized so many times in my life, all of us, have I had ideas in my brain and it just, it just, it blows up on my brain. This is what would be great. And you mm -hmm. know what they, they're ideas that I have, they spark up, the synapses connect, and then they disconnect and I move on with my life. Martin doesn't do that. He has a good idea and his brain goes, that's a good idea. Let's make it a reality. And you do it a lot. Yeah. I, you know what it is, is because I, I know it sounds really daft, but I'm one of the people that doesn't have a mind's eye. So if I have an idea, I think Green's the same. We were talking about this. It's we can't, if you close our eyes and say, imagine an apple, I don't see anything. It's just black. It's almost like I have this just out of field of view, like list and I can reel off the bullet points and sometimes just for my own kind of like gratification or even just almost like a need, if you will, I have to see these things like come to fruition because otherwise they will just sit there and just like, you know, sort of tick away at me and stuff like that. But that's where I then bring in like artists and the like to kind of bring something to a final product. Um, because sometimes those ideas just sit and I can't, I can't let them go. Um, I've got to get them in. It makes the turnarounds really difficult though. Cause yeah, I mean, that. <clears throat> we're posting those live series every week yes yeah <laughs> but i'm saying what if we made the box car and you raced it like you actually raced it in a box car race that would be you know i'm telling you right now here's what's happening to all the people listening first of all they're they're laughing at how ridiculous this is there's also several of them that are are quite literally thinking i was actually thinking about a box car race because that's a real production. That's a huge thing to make the make the thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Imagine, really go with me on this journey. Imagine what it would be for you and I getting the lumber, getting the equipment, actually fabricating a boxcar, not just based on what we think it's going to be. The amount of research we would do would be real. Doing some test runs, you know, down the thing or whatever. And then uh, it ends with you doing the race, wearing me. the helmet. Huh? I'm the one asking the yeah, thing I'm that's going to crash. This is the toughest idea ever. Crash explode into a million parts. And <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing first of all if uh, it, if you, it youtuber <laughs> dies in homemade box car is the title video went viral unfortunately it's the only video we ever made because <laughs> i'm dead i get all the money <laughs> great so but you have to understand that it, first of all, it would be the first boxcar in the history of boxcar to explode. <laughs> explode. <laughs> we're, we're Actually, not. we should rig it to explode. <laughs> like, we should, dude. We totally should. We'll cut. We'll cut camera view yeah. to like a, a dummy yeah. that, that looks like me, <laughs> to but like it's a super naive thing, yeah. dude. And then explode it so fast on the cut that like nobody knows that it's not actually no. me. No, we're gonna do a dummy, but we're gonna do like the worst editing ever. You see it fly up out with its arms flailing. <laughs> Dude, we're gonna show we're gonna show the dummy for like a good three seconds, and it's gonna be the worst like makeup job to try to make it look like Dude, you. We should print a picture of my face and just paste it on the dummy face. <laughs> just tape it. Just a single strip of scotch tape with it to the point where it's actually like just waving in the wind. <laughs> We'll put we'll put it we'll just put a blow up doll in there with your face oh, on. Oh good, yeah. All right, we'll borrow your blow up doll. You shut up! I don't have it. Get rid of that. Uh oh, that one might have opened floodgates. Mm. Mm. <coughs> oh, say it. We'll bleep it out. Oh. We'll bleep it out. If you got to say it to live, you say it. <laughs> I can do it. Good job. Oh. oh. Yep. <laughs> I don't like that one even a little bit. Who is going to put that on anything? <laughs> it's not Frank's red hot sauce. That's for damn sure. Oh my God.
That was okay. Ask the question. Oh, I just swallowed it. Yeah, and, and it hit again. Dumbass. In the back of the throat. <laughs> oh, okay. Floodgates are open. <laughs> Here, I wanted to listen. I want people just do that. Just do this for me, people. Do this. Go to YouTube. If you don't know who I'm talking about, go to YouTube. Specifically, there's one specific thing. It's all amazing. Uh, go watch Take On Me uh, drum cover, and you're going to see him. He's going he's gonna to be hitting both cymbals, and he's like leaning into the picture. That's the thumbnail. It's called it's the song Take On Me. And enjoy the whole thing. But really, it's that drum break. To this day, that drum break is the sickest yeah. thing in the world. I, I'm curious to see how non-drummers respond that's to his fair. videos. See, like, there you go. Like, like, is, is his videos only cool to drummers or is no, it cool that's, that's, to everyone? I agree, dude. I think not. I think people who don't drum can watch him and they're like, this guy's amazing. And then drummers are like, this guy's a God. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> there, there's like, you have to understand it and to understand. I, there's a, think of this. There's a lot of people who are not drummers. They're not even listening to his feet. Like they don't right. even hear his feet. Yeah. You know what I mean? What his feet are doing are like ridiculous. They're only yeah. looking at the hands and stuff, which is why one thing I do wish you would do Estepario. I've really convinced myself he's watching us. One thing I do wish you would do <laughs> is I, I know this <laughs> isn't a podcast. This is a, this is just a, a video made for him. <laughs> I went, I do wish he would put more cameras on his feet because he, I feel like he's not doing them justice. Mm. They're, he's doing them justice to drummers. He's not going to give that away for free. What, what do you mean? Foot feet pick. <laughs> Like, like you can make good money on the internet for, with feet pics. You think he's going to give that away for free? <laughs> yeah. So I sit down, he shaves my arm. He does this whole thing. I've never had a tattoo, you know, and he goes and he, and he puts a stencil on my arm, you know, and he goes, this is your first tattoo. I said, yeah. He goes, you're going big. <laughs> I said, I am. I said, I'm, I'm pumped. You know what I mean? And I have like, I have, I, I feel like I made the exact right decision and he starts doing it. Now it's a tattoo. It's going to hurt. You know what I mean? And, uh, I was like, okay, I, I don't know what to expect here. And he starts going and up here, it's really, the skin is really sensitive up here. Yeah. I was like, it, it, it really, really, really hurt. And I was just like, okay, I, I mean, it's a needle going in over and over again. Zzz, I know it's going to hurt but it feels like I'm being cut open with a knife right now. And I just got to, I, I, I don't want to twitch. And it was so funny when he started, he goes, okay, man, you ready? I said, yeah. And he's all, mm, you got a tattoo now. Like you know I mean? it was just a lot. <laughs> the first couple pixels. Yeah. So he does, it took two uh. hours and I watched a whole movie while he did it. Wow. And then he does the shading and the shading, uh, that tool, it's actually five needles at once, da, 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 four or five at once. And he's just like, vr, vr, vr. when we're about 45 minutes into this thing, and he goes, dude, is there any blood in your body? And he was just like, you're not bleeding at all. And he, and he's like, he couldn't figure it out. He's like, he goes, it's, it's tripping me out. I'm usually dealing with blood everywhere. Yeah. He goes, you're not bleeding at all. And by the end of it, there was like a little bit of blood, but it was like none. And so, and then he wraps it up and I feel good. You know what I mean? I was, I was, I was pumped. I was super happy. My, and then my wife got a tattoo. She got herself an ambigram as well. She's a teacher and she's a, co a coach. So on her wrist says teach, you flip it, it says coach. Oh, which cool. is really, really cool. And he, he did hers too. It's really neat. <laughs> and, uh, to, and then, uh, and then two days later, my, uh, I had to go into work and I, and uh, I, I never have to go in the factory, you know what I mean? But every once in a while something calls for it and I've, I've got to go in. And so I have to put on that big old hazmat suit and I'm like, dang it. And so I'm in there, dude. And, and I peel up the hazmat suit and I kind of look in the sleeve. There's ink and blood all over the inside of the suit. I'm all, Oh, come on. So I was actually a little worried that I was messing the tattoo up, you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. And it was oh. so, I had this moment, I had this crazy moment. It's so, it's so ridiculous when I'm, when I'm going to, it's like, it's overly eccentric what I'm saying, but I had this moment where I'm like, yeah, yeah. The job that's stealing my soul is ruining my tattoo that says live to create. That's, that's a beautiful irony. Wow. You know what I mean? And I, that was like this really, it was, it was a really interesting moment where I was just like, it's like the universe is saying, just, just go, man, just mm -hmm. make the jump. You know what I mean? But I'm like, but I can't, but yeah. I was like, but it was just, but I don't think it messed it up. It, being on Hermitcraft, it's every once in a while, we're just like, oh, Mamo's not here this week. He's off on a film shoot in Costa Rica. <laughs> <laughs> like, like he just, he gets called away for, for these jobs. And it's like, it, it's easy to forget that, that you're so much more than just your, your Minecraft YouTube channel. So tell us a little bit yeah. more about like what you have on, on your second channel when it comes to uh, some of the projects you've been doing in case people aren't aware. 
Yeah, so I, I mean, I guess I, I will preface the second channel with being that was always almost like a, I don't want to use the term creative junkyard, but that's kind of the, the term that comes to mind for me where it was truly a place for me to just upload experiments and just get them done. Because as I'm sure you understand, you, you've all worked on creative projects. Sometimes it's so hard to finish something. And if you don't have somewhere to deliver the finished thing, you will endlessly be working on it. Yep. And then you can get a little bit nihilistic about it as well if it's not actually going somewhere. So that, that platform always existed as a place for me to share my, my passion projects. And then also, almost in a similar way to how I learned Redstone, it's I was sharing the process of me learning filmmaking for anyone that's curious. Because just like how I was inspired by the DIY-ness of the BMXing videos that I saw when I was 12 years old, there might be people who have never been inspired by large Hollywood films before, but maybe see something that I'm making that is small and actually seems attainable, and I might be able to provide them with a little bit of information about actually like what the thought processes are, what 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 one has to go through to create a shoot like this. And I thought that information might be valuable to some people. So I would just share that whenever I had an opportunity and, and spare time to do it. Um, so yeah, that, that channel exists right now. I think I haven't uploaded something. I haven't uploaded anything for a little while. Um, but I'll always just, if I have an idea or something that comes to mind that is a, a passion project, I'll always throw it up there and then generally try my best to break down how we shot it just so people get a good idea of, of how it came about basically and we did it. it you know like stepped outside our comfort zone got over you know maybe it was the drinks but we got over like what people would think yeah. if they, and we had I, fun yeah and we had fun and then uh, and we just we kept pushing a little bit well i did anyway do you remember we did karaoke yeah yeah and yeah. i actually got up on stage yeah. i didn't say anything and it is not like me at all to to get up on stage and, and do karaoke. No way. I'm not even I, I don't sing, which is why I chose a rap. But um, I decided, you know, it's time. It's time to like, like I said, maybe it was partly because of the drinks, but we were on a cruise ship and I, I knew I'm never going to see these. Like, I don't need to worry about what these people think because I'm never going to see them again. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's a good chance I will never see a single face in here ever again. Yes. So if I make a fool of myself, who cares? Who cares? And I was finally able to drop that baggage and and I didn't tell you guys, and I went and I signed up to do a karaoke song, and and I got up on stage, and you guys were just like, what? I loved it. What is yeah. he doing? Yeah. And I got up there, and I was just like, in West Philadelphia, born and raised <laughs> on the playground is where I spent most of my days. And I just like went <laughs> off on, on the uh, opening theme song. Yeah, the theme to song to Fresh Prince of Air, which, you know, I knew well enough because I watched that show like crazy. So I knew well enough. I didn't even have to like read the little teleprompter thing. But yeah. I did it. I, I mean, I got up there, and it was probably not the best performance in the world because you know i'm not like a trained rapper or anything but uh i i got over that in that moment and it was freeing it was yeah. so nice and so then i come back and i'm like okay so why can't i just be that way always yeah why what is stopping me from just being more outgoing and it's like how much of my real self do i hide from everybody yeah does my wife after 25 years know the real me no, 20 years, 20 years. No, the real me. The reason your take uh, is unsettling with me is because if you have the capacity to care about what the terrible things they're saying, how are you ignoring the hundreds of thousands of overwhelmingly right. positive things? Right. You know what I mean? Like my, yeah. I, I want everybody to know out there. I do read a lot of the nice things that you say. I really, really do. And I, and I don't want you to think that they mean, and it means nothing to me. That's not the case, but it does. It just doesn't like, it doesn't swell me up. I had, I, I, I will admit I've had to use it when that one negative comment sneaks its way through that because it's right in line with a doubt I already have. And it tears mm -hmm. me down. Then I go to the, all the wonderful things that a lot of these people say and, and try to it, balance it out a little a, bit. It's a bottomless sea of yeah. positive stuff. And they, it's, they build me up like this. Yeah. But for the most part, when I'm already neutral, it's a very nice thing to see these things, but it's nice because it's sort of reassuring. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. These, these people are having good feelings. This is, they were laughing. They're, 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 they couldn't stop laughing at this scene that I was very deliberate and how I directed this scene, you know, and I really yeah. wanted to be this certain way. Like, so there's just, I don't know. I just, I want to just keep getting better and better. And I want my list of the people who I care about what they think about me to remain small and uh, that's just, I think uh, that's my opinion, that that's the healthiest way to live. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. 
That's why we wanted to talk about it today. Yeah. Because I think that a lot of people listening will probably uh, be more like me to where they care too much. And it's good to, it's good to hear. It's good to get advice from somebody that has gotten to where you are. And, and because I think it's, it is a much healthier way to live. I did have one. I got to take a moment to brag. I go, the, I. Uh, you want to set it up? Can I? Yeah, you I'll set, set it up. up. I'll set, set it up. up. I want to hear what it's um, like from an it audience. Tennis Swoop is the name? Yeah. So uh, there is an event called To Get to the Other Side. Basically, the idea of the event is it's a race. It's, it's a race across a map of some sort. Yeah. Right. Where you're either racing across terrain and you got to like place blocks to climb or uh, like you're above a void. And you can punch people off like people punch each other, which is rude, but they do it. Uh, and, and then there was one with a, a lighter base, which is like flying with wings. And it is, like it a, it's is. like a hang glider, basically. Yeah. And so the whole thing kind of angles downward. And it's a, a map that was taken from a, a game called Terra Swoop Force uh, that they actually include in the event. Yeah. And I know that you work on these and you, you and I did MCCI, like which is just like a like a little fun version training ground yeah, for MCC, training. basically. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember like I did the Terra Swoop one and I my and I did. OK, OK, I finished it. I didn't crash or whatever. So I did argue arguably okay mm -hmm. but in terms of my time it was like yeah you would have been like almost dead last you know like yeah. i did okay but it was just like not not a, a quick time well you guys going the way it was working in regards to what tango and i could see was that really we were watching the big monitor up high mainly the whole time because whoever's uh, uh pov that they went to onto that monitor you could see the chat in regards to who was finishing who wasn't mm -hmm. so we're looking for your name and jem's name and scar's name and cub's name we're looking for all these as a, oh so and so finished or so and so died or whatever and it's going on and it's about it's about halfway through and typically around halfway through any of the competitions is when we would start to see your guys's names mm -hmm. appear and it's going on and on i don't remember the exact places but it was like going on and on now it's like there's 40 people and it was like it's somewhere around like 32 or 33 like we saw jem's name and then 34 we saw scar's name and now we're waiting for your name and i'm like he's this isn't right and we're watching and tango's all oh he he must have crashed he did not do well and, and i said no this means he did really well and he's like you think so and it goes 38 39 40 and you weren't named and then uh, and then we the, like they replayed who actually won and you see you got i uh, now i'm giving it away so, <laughs> you, i'm ahead. so sorry i just got i just no, liked go it ahead. so much you you tell your version of it <laughs> i'm so sorry i like got carried away there i guess i, I like that moment yeah so i did i did finish early on um it, it's crazy because when you when you're first like diving off this platform to start your hang glide basically down this tunnel um there's bodies everywhere there's 40 you of can't us see. yeah there's 40 yeah. of us. so you're literally blind for like the first couple seconds and so I had to kind of go off of muscle memory just to get through that first part, knowing that at that point I could probably get some separation and be able to see, and then I'd be okay. So yeah, luckily I, it's something I practiced. I did like maybe three practice runs yeah. the, the day before we left for TwitchCon, knowing that event was going to come up. Uh, and so during those three practice runs, my main thought was, how do I separate myself in the beginning so that I don't have that blindness from all the bodies yeah. and crash? Cause that's what most people do. Yeah. Uh, and so I figured that out. I'm like, okay, just remember this, like close my eyes, kind of muscle memory. And then once I'm past that, I can be able to see the rest of the course and then I can have a chance. I did that. However, it cost me because when I separated, you're now not taking the most direct route. Right. Right. So I separated to the right and that got my visibility back. But at that point I was like in 10th place. I was like, okay, no, no big deal. Uh, I'll try to catch up with speed. And so hang gliding, you know, I think about it, you, point down, <laughs> you're going to get speed. So I pointed down and I basically tried to stay as low to the bottom of the map as possible, which is very risky because if your toes touch, you're you done. explode you're and done. you have to go back to the beginning. Yeah. So I was like, no risk it, no biscuit. We're here for fun. Uh, you know, whatever. Let's just go for it. So I angled down best I could and, and was like barely scraping the bottom without actually blowing up. Next thing you know, I'm passing people one by one, mm -hmm. passing people. And now I can actually see the finish line and there's like two people in front of me. And I was like, okay. And I know I'm cooking. I know I'm cooking. I'm like, there's a chance here, you know? And I pass one more person and right at the finish line, like almost like the person, the last person in front of me landed, must've been a millisecond or two yes. before me. Yes. And it, and it was like, it was super close to the point to where you actually could see when they show the winner's point of yes. view. I was in the winner's point of view camera because yes. I was literally with them. Yes, and you, and the landing yeah. was like this. Yeah. Like it was that, and I was like, ah! 
<laughs> so I took yeah. second place, and uh, I'll take it, man. Yeah, I'll take it because that was that was super fun. Unfortunately, at that point, I was so excited about it. A couple things happened. One, I screamed really loud. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. I strained my voice, um, which is still recovering to this day. I'm not quite 100. percent And two, I about broke H bomb's hand because. <laughs> I did a fist bump so hard <laughs> that it hurt him. Like I was so just adrenaline was pumping and he reached over to give me a fist bump. And I was like, yeah. And I hit him and he's like, Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> so I almost broke my teammates hand in the middle of the event. What is it that sparked your interest? And was it Minecraft the whole time or were you doing other stuff? No, it wasn't just Minecraft. Well, first of all, we have to take into the context that I was 14. Oh so wow. Wow. I didn't have, you know, I, it's not like I was working some job or going to college or had my life figured out anyway. Like I was just in the stage where you're 14 and you don't have that much else to do. Like you can't even work legally a, a normal job yet at that age. So you're, you're just, you know, I was watching YouTube and I watch a lot of vloggers and after a little while, I think in that same year, I would watch Minecraft YouTubers because my friend uh, in that school year when I was like 14, 15, we would play Minecraft on our phones, pocket edition, oh recess in the hallways. And that was like <laughs> the best thing ever. <laughs> and so I would start watching YouTube videos of people <clears throat> playing Minecraft and I would find like Etho and B-dubs and Doc and these Minecraft. I don't yeah. even think Hermitcraft was a thing. It was like super long time ago and I watched them making videos. And at the same time, I'd also be watching a few vloggers from back in the day, like Shaytards. I think I watched a lot of, mm. um, and I was like, I could do that. Like I, I have this thing where if I see somebody doing something, I, I just have the, I could do that. Like I could do that. <laughs> like, and, and that pretty much applies to most things. I don't think I could do it well, but if I see someone doing something and I'm interested in, I'm like, I can do that. That didn't look that hard. Like I could probably figure that out. And, and I've yeah. had that for, for a while. So I, don't I ever just, yeah, lose I saw, yeah. don't ever lose I saw that. B-dubs doing it and I was like, I could do that. Yeah. So I uh, used my laptop and I got my dad to buy fraps, <laughs> which the recording software. Oh, fraps. God, that, yeah, my yeah. dad is a patient man because I made him buy me fraps, which was paid when OBS is free. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know why I did that. But yeah, I started uh, recording and editing and my videos were horrible, but it worked out. And here we are now. Here we are putting our passion to work. Years, years in the making, right? I mean, you said it. We said we wanted to make a podcast like, what, seven years so ago? Something ago. like that? So long ago. It took us yeah. this long to put it together. But here we are now. Like, like we have followed the f fate, if you will, um, because... I don't know what else you would call it. All these butterfly effects have led us here. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And here we are sitting here making podcasts, making content, and hopefully making the world a better place. Hopefully. That's the goal. You know, well, whether it's through laughs or knowledge or or whatever. Yeah, of course. Yeah. We we always like sometimes there's little nuggets of wisdom, but for the most part, this podcast was designed to just be fun and be entertaining. I mean, listen to the jingle, right? But every once in a while we get a little bit deeper with it. And then the question becomes, what if? We never made the What's Stopping You podcast. We, the, the amount of feedback we've gotten specifically wow. from that installment. What if we had never made that one? How many people, like, I just, I'm so overwhelmingly honored by how many people have talked about the changes that they made in their life because of that particular podcast. What if when we were throwing out ideas, in fact, I'm pretty sure that one was your idea. I'm pretty sure that specific hmm. one, because we kind of, you know, what, about, what if we do this or that? I'm pretty yeah. sure that one was, was your idea because if memory serves... You're like, what if we do a podcast that's about like what's stopping you? And I said, from what? And you said, just like uh, you know, people have passions, and you know, really, what's stopping them? And I remember thinking, like, that it's could be probably good. because I I knew I needed to get my butt back in the gym, and I was I was struggling, yeah. to get the motivation, and I almost needed it more for myself at the time. Was probably <laughs> it. I was works. a long time ago, but um, take that a step further. Is is there a chance that we aren't continuing the podcast today because we didn't get that kind of feedback oh. that we were making a difference in people's lives and therefore we didn't think our podcast was 
worth doing. Right. Because obviously, you know, I, to peel back the curtains, like monetarily, this this podcast isn't isn't like a huge money maker for us. This is a passion project. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we get together and we spend a day together, you know, every other week doing focusing on this podcast um, because our driving factor is because we want to bring good to the world. You yeah. know what I mean? And so far we've gotten feedback that it's happening. And yeah. and that's is it's an amazing feeling. It's a very humbling feeling. But is there is there a chance that without that feedback, you and I hung up our hung up our microphones a while it's ago? Possible, you know, it's possible. It's still possible. Like like True. we have to be honest about that. It's still possible. So, I agree with you. Like, what if we had not done that one, and what if we had not gotten that positive feedback that came? We maybe we would have hung this up a while ago. Crazy. Who knows? Crazy well, hopefully to we think. Know. Then they would have missed out on so many good podcasts, especially. Yeah. You know, uh, been been digging. It's been a while since we've had a guest, um, but we will be bringing back some guests. And those are some of my favorite podcasts, yeah, honestly, is because uh, I love getting to know people, you know, mm-hmm. like how many people do you work with, you know, in, in your day job that you just know them because of what they do, what they, you know what I mean? Right. You know what they do. You don't know who they actually are. And it's kind of the same way with a lot of the creators that we've had on the podcast is I know what they do. Yeah. I've collabed with them. I've recorded clips with them and, and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, they, you know, and we have meetings and whatever. And, and, and but you never get to know them as people, you know, them from like their work environment. And uh, when we have guests on, I feel like that's our chance to finally get to know what makes Scar tick what makes gem tick what makes x azuma yeah. tick like azuma was a big one like for for me when azuma was on the show i was, i was like dude i thought i knew you yeah it was so fascinating wasn't it but i yeah. didn't know you yeah like you were amazing like i knew it was amazing but you are amazing you yeah. know what i mean like and tango and every everyone we've had on have been absolutely it's been amazing it's been outstanding and, and i'm looking forward to having more so i i'm glad i'm glad everything has gone the way it's gone Mm-hmm. And I will continue to to feel that that way. I think no matter what, um, but it, it's it's just crazy to think how fragile almost our timeline is. So those were some fun moments, right? Looking back at all this, just it's all those were like these gems, like I said, that I just sort of forgot about. Dude, just, so many of them. Yeah, so many moments. Mm-hmm. Like I, I wish I could do a word count <laughs> of oh, how many goodness. words we've said through those. 51 podcasts you know like that's well, that's insane i do the most of the editing and i can tell you right now i spent a lot of time editing saying skids why don't you shut up and let him talk a little <laughs> bit so if we did a word count i don't think i want to uh, see uh those those numbers. it was interesting man because i i put together the the clips that everybody just saw and it was fun to see one my hairstyle seemed to change every week <laughs> like it would like and that was fun to see like and i'm sure people are seeing that too and uh, also, we changed sets like three or four times. I yeah. think, like at one point, we were sitting here. Oh, that's a you thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's a that you is thing. a me thing. Yeah. I always want to change things. But we were sitting here, mm-hmm. but this couch didn't exist yet. Yeah. In in, in early on in 2023, like that's that's how much has happened. Yep. Um, actually, our first episode, we were in the other room, and then our last episode, we were back in the other room and now we're here yeah. so it's like, crazy it's we're all crazy. over the place we're all, and we're probably going to keep on moving we're going to be on the roof pretty soon well it's in the it's in the title it's in the the jingle there's no telling there's where no we'll telling. go like physically literally you won't know where we're going to be recording the next podcast from. sometimes i hate you <laughs> you know you never know yeah. it's, it's, don't <laughs> so uh we you know taking a peek at that last clip uh, really kind of leaning into the whole what if thing and it, and it plays right. Like what if we did not have the, the support and, uh, and the feedback that we got from you guys who not only uh, kind of lift me up and lift you up, but took the time to send us your favorite clips and everything. What if that was not a thing? Do we have the centering uh, to do it? Do we have the centering to get it done? Right. Mm-hmm. And, and it, and it would seem like I, I, all I can do is say, I hope so. But what I'm getting at is that, like I really see you and I as 50% of this product and I see these people as the other half of this product. So stay with us. Let's get into another, another great year. Welcome to 2024 and, and happy new year. 
uh, to you and you, my yeah, friend. Yeah, you too, and, man. Uh, you let's too. keep going. Yeah, let's let's try to do it again. You know, yeah. I mean, stuff could happen. We may miss a week, but hopefully not. Like we were able to pull it off this last year. That was the goal, and we we did it. We did every single Friday. There was a podcast for you guys, and hopefully, you guys will get the same thing throughout all of 2024. Yeah. We'll make it all 52 weeks once again. And uh, I can't wait. I can't wait to see what topics we come up with. Uh, guests already have some great guests lined up oh. for you guys that I'm so excited about. The next yeah. podcast is going to be an amazing one. I guarantee it. You'll love it. Uh, so lots to look forward to in 2024, not just on the podcast, but in life in general, mm -hmm. if we want to get deep here. So I'm excited about the new year. And uh, man, I just can't wait. I, I can't wait to get started. So let's do it. So happy new year and uh, let's get into 2024 and let's have some fun. Happy new year, everyone.